as a salon owner, retail is very important to me in that aspect. And if you are behind the chair or in the treatment room, having client retention and referrals should be very important to you as well. Now, when we talk about retail, it's it's important to know like, how are we talking about? You're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career and rewarding lifestyle. I'm Jennifer Alvarez, salon owner, educator, serving 20 years as a licensed cosmetologist, and I'm here to make an impact in your life and career. As creative entrepreneurs, we need education that empowers us and raises the standards. My mission is to give sound business advice and share inspiring stories that help you reach your goals and to dream bigger. Welcome to your beauty business game changer. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today's topic, I want to talk about some things that I've been working on within my own business and some real growth strategies that we've been implementing, that we've been seeing some major change behind the chair and as a salon business as a whole. And I find that this topic will be really helpful for you if you are a service provider and a salon owner as well. So recently I started working with a company called Cunity. Um, Cunity has been on the podcast before, about two ep- episodes ago. We had Erin Kuhn, a part of the podcast, and she's the president of Cunity. And this particular company, they provide education, coaching, and visual tools for beauty and wellness businesses. And one of their tools that we recently have implemented into our business is called their Tuesday Tracker. And there is a 17% challenge on this Tuesday Tracker. So the 17% challenge is based on one quarter, so 13 weeks or three months. And when you can increase your own business by 17%, throughout the year, you will double your business. But what I love about this is that you are being challenged against yourself versus just creating a number on your own or competing with someone else. So I really thought that the 17% challenge against yourself was such a brilliant idea. And on this particular tracker, we're focusing on tracking our retail sales, our service sales, our client count, and equaling our average ticket. So tracking our efforts on a weekly basis, it keeps our mind and eyes on what we're doing behind the chair or in the treatment room. And it's essential to view every client as an opportunity. We have to manage and create this experience. And one thing that I realized is that even when we're tracking our progress, we need to pay attention to our efforts and what our efforts are. So when we have days or weeks and we are lacking focus on the areas of our business that make or break us, we need to be aware of what is our approach to doing business and if there is a lack of approach in general. So if we always do what we have done before, then we will always see the same results. So if you're seeing a lot of weeks of no retail sales, then clearly we're doing something wrong. So as you grow 
you must change the way you operate your business. We have to evolve our professional development and test new ways to introduce, offer, and make recommendations. Your dialogue and timing during the service experience is what will create financial success or delay your growth if you're not putting forth the right effort and strategies. So behind the chair or in the treatment room, there's two ways to increase our income through the guest count and our average ticket. So even though we're tracking these things, do we know how to increase these things? So I want to break down on how I understand and view the appointment process and how you can increase your business through the guest experience. So I want to start first with the signature consultation, because I believe when you can offer a signature consultation to your clients, this is where you are building trust. This is where you're building that relationship and that understanding with your customer. So in the signature consultation, I always start with what do you like and dislike? I think when it comes to the consultation, we already know some of the questions that we need to be asking, but we get so caught up with how are we going to do this technique? What am I going to be using on this, on this person's hair? We get so excited about the technical portion of it, which is great. We should have that enthusiasm and passion, but we forget to dial it down and really come from a place of compassion and understanding of what the guest is going through. So what do you like and you and what do you dislike? This right here, this little phrase tells us tells us exactly what we should either leave, leave alone, or we need to change. We need to do something different or we can provide a solution. So we constantly need to be thinking about can is there more things that I can do to enhance the things that she does or he likes about themselves or what are the things that they dislike and what solution can I provide for them so that we can make some changes during this service appointment. Being very clear on what the goal is. Why is this person here? Why are they on my table? Why are they in my chair? What is the goal that they are wanting to achieve? What is the inspiration? So when it comes to hair or maybe even lash extensions, we need to look at their inspiration and look at three to five pictures. And I always coach to say, never take the verbal description of what a client desires as the accurate description. Their word choice of balayage or lived in color or I want it to be bright blonde or ashy blonde. I never believe what the client says because their interpretation of those definitions may not be aligned with the same vision that I have for those specific words. Same thing for lash extensions. If clients say classic and you see a picture and it has Megan volume, it's it can be very confusing. So just if you have that mindset of, Whatever verbal descriptions that they say, don't take it as an accurate description of exactly what you should be doing. Look at three to five pictures, find that common denominator of, of those pictures so that you can understand, okay, she's actually wanting a full foil highlight with a root tap. Or the pictures can definitely tell you exactly what you need to be doing. And asking them as well, well, what do you like about this picture? 
you know, sometimes they just see a pretty person and they just want to look like them in general. But we need to dissect the picture and really identify what it is that they see that they like. Is it all of this dimension that they're liking? Are they liking the variety of lengths? What is it that this picture stands out to this client? And is this actually achievable? And is it achievable today? So, you know, people don't always know what is possible with their hair. You know, I think that, you know, of course, the the dramatic thought of going from black box dye to blonde in one session, you know, that's that's not obviously realistic. That's not going to happen, and especially with box color. But my point is, is that people don't understand what, what we're capable of or what the product is capable of. So during this consultation, we want to be able to recommend a solution. So after we look at the inspiration images and we identify this is specifically what this person is looking for, then we make that recommendation. And in that recommendation, this is where we get a little bit more of an upfront contract. So we have to make sure that that we let them know what the home care looks like, what the maintenance for this look is going to look like. And we always want to make sure that we're under-promising and over-delivering. You don't know if the hair will lift more than three levels. If there is some history to their hair that we don't know about and they have permanent color that was used as their root tap or their root smudge, it is going to be painful to try to um, bust through that permanent color. So we always want to know too, what is today's goal? And what is your goal for your next visit or the next few visits, right? We want to provide that solution for them and say, "This this is what I would recommend we do so we can get as close as possible to your goal. We want to also have cost transparency. We want to make sure that they understand what today's service is going to cost and also how long is it going to take. If they are doing some type of major transparency, transformation, a full set of extensions, they don't know how long this is going to take. So we need to be as transparent as possible during the signature consultation. Now you want to make sure that you have a verbal agreement to be able to move forward. So making sure that you ask them if they have any questions before you get started. And very important here is if this is a big transformation or questionable color finish, then make sure that you have a color correction consent form or some some type of consent form in place so that it saves you from people saying that they want a refund or you you were not able to give them what what they were expecting. So making sure that you have that in place is going to be key. Okay, retail. So retail, I, I know that it has... A lot of people say, oh, retail is dead. It is not dead. It is here to stay. And so we need to have this a part of our business. You know, the importance of retail is that it directly relates to increasing our retention and our referrals. For the salon, it can help increase profits without the trade of time. And the salon can use their profits to invest in more opportunities for sales and supplies. So for my salon, when we purchase X amount of dollars in products, we're able to redeem rewards that we use for back bar or education. So as a salon owner, retail is very important to me in that aspect. 
And if you are behind the chair or in the treatment room, having client retention and referrals should be very important to you as well. Now, when we talk about retail, it's it's important to know like, how are we talking about retail? So during the service, think of four times, four different ways. And it should be an even flow throughout the service because if you don't say anything and you wait till the very end, when they're ready to leave, this this is, <laughs> that's bad timing, okay? So for example, when a client says that their hair is dry, you could simply say, I have a product that will fix that. Now you don't have to tell them everything all at once, but you definitely want to segue in, I have something to help you with that. Or, you know, what type of enthusiasm of a product that you're really into, that you love, you wanna introduce it to them. And when you're using the product, tell them the cadence of it. And the key word is telling. If you don't mention it throughout their entire service and then at the very end when you're ready to leave, when they're ready to leave the treatment room or take off the cape, they're not paying attention or focused on your recommendations because to them it feels salesy. So the rule of three, clients are 75% more likely to purchase one product when we recommend three. So make it a habit of setting three products out that you would like them to take home and set it right in front of them. You know, timing is everything. So I would set up products in front of them during their processing. So if they're color processing or right before you blow dry their hair or cut their hair. Now in the treatment room, this is definitely going to be different. So I would recommend maybe during their facial appointment or a lash appointment to tell them about the products and let them know that you will show them what it is before they leave. And this way, it's not a surprise when you take them shopping to the retail area. And the dialogue should be, since you said, right? Since you said your skin is dry or your hair is dry, I would recommend that you use this product. So the the cadence is really about what the product is, why it's good, like what are the benefits, and how do you use it, right? What's in it for me? So your clients want to know that this is directly going to relate to the challenges that they're having and that this is going to be a good thing if they use it on the regular basis. I believe that most beauty professionals, they feel uncomfortable about retail because of one of three things. Either one, they don't value the importance of retail, right? Who doesn't want retention and referrals in their business? You're going to have to work 10 times harder if you don't value retail. Or two, you haven't developed or have been coached on your dialogue. I think this is dialogue is so important in practicing how to refine the way that you say something. Or three, you're unsure of the cadence of the product, a lack of product knowledge. It is our responsibility, your responsibility, to study what is on the shelf at the salon and know how to use it what the benefits are, and who is a good candidate for that product. That is our personal responsibility. You could, do, you could make flashcards. You could Google it or ask someone to help you. Make a list of products that are beneficial to specific challenges. So you could do a flashcard that is, the challenge is dryness, and this could relate to skin or, or hair or scalp. What are the products that fall into that category that would help dryness? What are the things that people are complaining about? It's aging, oily, color retention, 
repair, any challenge that you can think of, write that down and put a list of products that fall, fall within fall within that category. You know, we need to be quick on our feet. And if you don't know the answer, your response should be, I don't know the answer to that, but I will find out and get back to you tomorrow. Making sure that you are following up with your guest is so crucial and important. Okay, and the next point is rebooking. So despite certain beliefs, rebooking is essential to your business to increase the frequency of visit, proper maintenance, builds trust and relationships. It will create predictable income for yourself and creates customer loyalty. I can't think of a negative reason for rebooking. So it's, and let me add to that. So if you were booked out, I would even say, let's say four weeks out, that's your indication that you're, it's time for a price increase or maybe time to niche down a little bit more on the specific services that are your strengths and that also fill your soul. So that's where rebooking can get you into trouble. If you're rebooking everyone out multiple times and you haven't increased your prices, you should be losing some people periodically. I would say raising your prices twice a year if your numbers are where they need to be. The numbers tell you a story. It tells you if it's time for a price raise. It's, it tells you what your utilization is. And you want to make sure that you're paying attention to that. Now, I always am paying attention for my team because I want to set them up for success. So rebooking is important and should be a part of your business. You know, I think that most providers will ask client if they want to rebook before they leave. And I don't know why we do this to ourselves. I, we need to set ourselves up for success. This is your business. You are in control. So while color is on their hair and we need to rebook their next two visits. So for bigger services like hair extensions or maybe you have some goals with your hair color and if a hair color appointment takes three hours, you want to make sure that that's on your books. So modern blonding, extension clients, or if they're trying to get ready for a special event and they need their hair and skin looking its best. So what does the dialogue look like? So I would recommend that the, the conversation looks like this. Mary, I want to see you back in six weeks. I'm available Tuesday or Thursday, the week of the 25th. Which day works best for you? I'm available Tuesday at 12 p.m. or 5 p.m which time is best for you. So we want to make sure that we're giving options to the client versus a yes or no conversation. It shouldn't be, do you want to rebook? So think about when you go to the dentist, you know, they don't ask you to, they don't ask, do you want to rebook? It's six months from now, right? And I don't know about you, but I always make my appointments six months in advance. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing that day six months in advance, but I still make my appointment. Let me just add too at this point is that you really want to make sure that you have a strong, con uh, you want to have a strong cancellation and no-show policy in place because if not, and you have a three to five hour appointment on your book and they cancel at the last minute, this is where it can get you into trouble. Now, it definitely can happen 
I find that it only happens more so with new clients versus our loyal clients. So making sure that you have a strong cancellation policy in place, that your your team and your salon is on board with how this process looks. And don't put this policy in front of the guest experience. But I will say that those who are not loyal customers that cancel at the last minute or no-show, they really don't deserve to do business with you. So make sure that that's in place too. Okay, and finally, upgrading the service, enhancing the guest experience. I think of this when I travel, stay at fancy hotels, or dine at restaurants. I mean, who does not like to get upgraded to first class or an unexpected surprise of of champagne or strawberry, chocolate-covered strawberries in your hotel room or offered the most popular item on the menu? my, My point is that we need to be thinking about how can we bring this VIP treatment and experience to the guests. If we don't offer, the answer will always be no. So increasing your average ticket is done through upgrading the service. Now, I recommend packaging in your treatments or upgrades during the consultation. And this way you can give them the ultimate experience. Verbally communicate the benefits of these enhancements along with price transparency because no one wants to get sticker shocked at the end. But another great time to offer an upgrade while the client is relaxing. So if you are doing a shampoo, if you are doing a massage on the client during a facial or a scalp massage, or as a client is relaxing while their color is processing, these are good magic moments to offer upgraded services. I would recommend making a list of all of the upgrade opportunities or create them and offer them during your service. These should be these these should be short time consuming services, cost effective, meaning it doesn't cost a whole lot to the salon to have them and it has great results. So we have at the salon these Evo drop shots and I'm obsessed with them for many different reasons. One, it takes me zero time. Two, it takes, it, it costs the salon $6. We charge $29. And three, the results are amazing. The hair is shiny, it's soft, the clients feel the difference. And I think that's a huge win for us. So if you can find something like that for your menu, it definitely would be beneficial to having that. So you could create a special menu and show the clients after their consultation, hand them something tangible to look at, something really pretty, aesthetically pleasing, and ask if there's anything that you would like to add during today's visit that that you would like to enjoy. So keep in mind to under-promise and over-deliver. And sometimes you can take these low-time-consuming, low-cost upgrades and even offer them complimentary for a new guest, maybe somebody who's been really loyal, just to create that wow factor. I want you to track your success, change up the way that you do business, and when you see something that's not working for you, you definitely have to change something. The stronger your efforts, the better your results will be. All right, my friends, I hope that you found this to be 
empowering, encouraging, with helpful ideas that you can implement into your business to help you grow. And I want to thank you for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review. And I'd love to hear about the topics that you would like to hear more about. This podcast is for you. And I want to thank you so much for being a part of it. You can join me in the free Facebook group as well. And you can ask questions to the group or feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram at Jennifer Jade Alvarez. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time.